0: Holy Father in Heaven, thank you for your mercy, your love, and kindness which you have bestowed so greatly upon us. We are undeserving of your love, of your mercy, and your grace, but yet you have given it to us for this Lord, we worship you and say, May all praise, glory, honor, and adoration be unto your holy name. We pray, Father, that beyond giving you praises with our lips, that we shall present our bodies a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto you. In order to do that, Lord, we need your help. Of our own selves, we cannot do it. So we pray, Father, that you will strengthen us and give us grace to do that. I pray, Father, that the words of the devotion which you will hear today as we fellowship with you shall empower us and help us to do just that. I pray, Father, that you will equip us with knowledge and power to become sons and daughters of God. Grant us all of your spirit. Give me words to speak to your children. May your words be properly understood by all who would hear that we may make reformations in our lives. In Jesus' name I prayed. Amen. Conflict and Courage December 5 From a child From a child, thou hast known the holy scriptures, which are able to make thee wise unto salvation through faith, which is in Christ Jesus. 2 Timothy chapter 3 verse 15. We see the advantage that Timothy had in a correct example of piety and true godliness. Religion was the atmosphere of his home. The manifest spiritual power of the piety in the home kept him pure in speech and free from all corrupting sentiments. God had commanded the Hebrews to teach their children his requirements and to make them acquainted with all his dealings with their fathers. This was one of the special duties of every parent one that was not to be delegated to another. In the place of stranger lips, the loving hearts of the father and mother were to give instruction to their children. Thoughts of God were to be associated with all the events of daily life. The mighty works of God in the deliverance of his people and the promises of the Redeemer to come were to be often recounted in the homes of Israel. The great truths of God's providence and of the future life were impressed on the young mind. It was trained to see God alike in the scenes of nature and the words of revelation. The stars of heaven, the trees and flowers of the field, the lofty mountains, the rippling brooks, all spoke of the Creator. The solemn service of sacrifice and worship at the sanctuary and the utterances of the prophets were a revelation of God. Such was the training of Moses in the lowly cabin home in Goshen, of Samuel by the faithful Hannah, of David in the hill dwelling at Bethlehem, of Daniel before the scenes of the captivity separated him from the home of his fathers. Such too was the early life of Christ at Nazareth such the training by which the child Timothy learned from the lips of his grandmother Lois and his mother Eunice the truths of Holy Writ. Parents there is great work for you to do for Jesus. Satan seeks to bind the children to himself as with bands of steel and you can attain success In bringing them to Jesus only through determined personal effort. Amen. The title of our devotion for today is from a child and I pray that truly our eyes shall be open to understand how to bring up children in the way of the Lord. The last comment which I just read now talking to parents is very important telling us parents we have a great work to do and satan is trying to do a great work too it says that he is seeking to bind the children to himself as with bands of steel that is what satan wants to do but god instituted a system that is supposed to work against what satan is trying to do in binding the children to himself as cords of steel and what is that system we find it in the book of Deuteronomy 6, 4-9. to 9. It says, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord, and thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thine heart, and with all thy soul, and with all thy might. And these words which I command thee this day shall be in thine heart, and thou shalt teach them diligently unto thy children and shalt talk of them, when thou sittest in thine house, and when thou walkest by the way, and when thou liest down, and when thou risest up, and thou shalt bind them for a sign upon thine hand, and they shall be as frontlets between thine eyes, and thou shalt write them upon the post of thy house, and on thy gates. This system, if followed, Will go a long way to counterwork what Satan is trying to do. We read in the devotion that God instituted not that we should have teachers out there, but parents should be the one. That is what God instituted. That from the lips and loving hearts of the father and mother were to be given instruction to the children. It was not to be from strangers' lips, and they were to use the things in daily life that's object lessons around us. You know how Jesus taught in parables? He used a sower went forth to sow, he used things around us. He talked about the lost sheep, prodigal son, lost coin. That is drawing object lessons and using it to teach important truths in the Word of God. This is what parents are supposed to be intelligent to do. From a child, it says that Timothy was. Brought up to love God and to be a missionary, and he was an intelligent young boy, it is because this system was followed for Timothy. His grandmother and his mother did it for him. So, for us, how can this be achieved? If we want to really bring up children in the way of the Lord, firstly, we need to be motivated to do it before we can do it. We need to lay the axe at the root. Even if parents know and hear that they they have a solemn work to do in bringing up their children, pointing them to the Word and fashioning their characters into the similitude of the image of Jesus and making them as living sacrifices, holy and acceptable unto the Lord, even if parents know this, yet many of them will not still do it. Why is this the case? One reason is that parents themselves are not seeking first the kingdom of God, They are chasing after the world and therefore they teach their own children the same thing. They have not come to see eternal life as a pearl of great price. They see the world and all its vanishing glory as all there is to be gained so they chase it with both hands and teach their children to do the same. If only parents will consider the question of Jesus. What shall it profit a man to gain the whole world and lose his soul? Or what will a man give in exchange for his soul if only they will consider these two questions? They would seek after righteousness and teach their children the same, but alas! What is uppermost in the mind of many parents and would-be parents is the glories of this world and sadly they educate their children to love the world and the things of this world instead of to love Jesus and heavenly things. They educate them to be lovers of pleasure more than lovers of God because that is exactly what they themselves are. This is close to the root because I said I want to lay the axe to the root because this is the problem. Parents themselves are not converted. But I have not yet hit the nail on the head. The solution for the child begins with the parent's worldview because the child is sadly going to be subject to it. It therefore means that if children must be trained for God, We all who are parents or who plan to be parents must love the truth and love God more than pleasure and more than the things of this world. Now how can this be done? Let us go back to the question I asked earlier that we consider. What shall it profit a man to gain the whole world and lose his soul? Or what will a man give in exchange for his soul? Now think and consider this question. It is a loss for us to use the short life we have to secure for ourselves the pleasure and riches of this world when we do not even have the life needed to enjoy these things which we are accumulating. It is a foolish thing to do to engage in such a project. The the wise thing to do is to first seek life then having gotten life then you will have that which is needed to enjoy the pleasures god is not against us having pleasures but they are harmless and harmful pleasures that pleasure that damages our health and destroys our soul is the one that god is against that pleasure which destroys us god is against but as it is written in the book of psalms chapter 16 verse 11 it says thou will show me the path of life In thy presence is fullness of joy, at at thy right hand there are pleasures forevermore. So God is not against pleasures. If parents can have a mind shift to stop prizing the things of this world above the heavenly things, then there will be a glimmer of hope for the child. But if the parents still love worldly things, woe to that child because the parents will make that child exactly like themselves how many parents intentionally want to bring up their children for god they are not many many are blinded by their pleasures and glitter of earthly things if children are to have any hope to be brought up in the way of the lord from their infancy from a child it begins with the parents having the same aim to live in the way of the lord for a parent that does not care to live in the way of the lord will not teach their children the same thing secondly There are parents who actually care to live in the way of the Lord, but they are sadly ignorant of how to train their children to also be like themselves. Also, there are others who are godly parents, but they secretly cherish the fond thought and hope that their children are not going to be like them. They want their children as trophies to themselves to be great people of the world. But they themselves, they don't want to be like that. They they just want to be godly people. But they want to use their children as trophies for themselves. Both of these classes of parents, the ignorant who don't know how to train their children and the godly parent who secretly cherishes that, that dream of their children being worldly great men, both of these cases need to be addressed on, and they need to learn how to train the child for God. Starting with the ignorant. The ignorant needs to be educated on how to train the child for God and this is the most solemn work. Like we read, Conflict and Courage, page 345, paragraph 5. Parents, there is a great work for you to do for Jesus. Satan seeks to bind the children to himself as with bands of steel and you can attain success in bringing them to jesus only through determined effort end of quote so we must be educated in the ways that satan is seeking to bind the children to himself with bands of steel the eyes of parents are to be wide open to see him when he is coming second corinthians 2 verse 11 says lest satan should get an advantage of us for we are not ignorant of his devices i wish that this will sink into the minds of everyone listening do you know you are disadvantaged because that's what the passage says you are disadvantaged when you don't know satan's devices i will read it in another way science of the times august 19 1886 paragraph 6 it says and now satan comes with his temptation to the children of men who are often ignorant of his devices and here he has better success how why does he have success we are ignorant going on it says one of his most successful devices is to keep men in ignorance of his devices for they will not be on their guard against an enemy of whose existence they are ignorant end of quote so what is one of satan's most important weapon keeping you and me in ignorance of his devices another one sermons and talks volume 2 page 101 paragraph 2 it says satan is watching that he may find the mind in an unguarded moment and so get possession of it. We do not want to be ignorant of his devices, neither do we want to be overpowered by his devices. He is pleased with the pictures that represent him as having horns and hoofs, for he has intelligence. He was once an angel of light. To these that trust in their intelligence, he will make believe that they can correct the scriptures. End of quote. Since we are talking about children, I will limit the discussion to the devices that Satan uses against children. His device against children begins right there in the home number one device is the parent themselves. One way is through the parent as we have stated earlier, an ungodly parent will bequeath ungodly principles to the child and ruin the child's childhood, at least, but there is still hope. Frequently, through some other means, God still succeeds in reaching the poor child and they are transformed though it is true that the work is made harder because from a child they have been educated wrongly, there is nothing impossible with God. If any such one who has had a terrible education in their childhood is listening right now, be encouraged. Jesus is able to save you to the uttermost as far as you come to God through him. He has transformed the worst of sinners to saints and if we let him, he will do the same for us. But then, what are the devices that the godly but ignorant parents must be aware of another device satan is uses is the ungodly friends and relatives it is of great consequence the people we allow our children to come in contact with when we say agents of satan many can hardly suspect their own friends and relatives but frequently the agents of satan whether they know it or not ignorantly or not they are our friends and relatives friends and relatives of parents they are the ones satan used sometimes to lead children astray and sow seeds of evil in their minds for example i remember in my own childhood having people in the home whether friends or relatives i'll hear songs like that that says let's talk about sex baby that that there's a song then in the early 80s that they used to sing that and it was being played by relatives and friends in the home Now, as a child, of course, I didn't understand what that means. But, no, somehow, I knew that this song was different. And that's why it registered. Another one you did sing there was, now that we got love, what are we going to do? All those kind of songs. You hear those things. And I knew I was really little. Maybe three years, four, I'm not sure, but I knew I was really little. But yet, these songs could register. Who do you think is registering it in the mind? Some of us don't get it that satan is working no matter how you think oh some of these things may the child will not understand i tell you there's an evil spirit that's trying to make that child understand it we battle not in our previous devotions we talked about this we wrestle not against flesh and blood but against principalities against powers and rulers of darkness in high places do you think that satan will let this song just fly in the air he will try to impress it on the mind of that child that is listening to it These are songs that were tinkering in my own mind as a child unbeknownst to my parents. But it was through someone connected to my parents that I heard them. There are numerous examples of this. Sex sexual abuse, the music that is played in the home, movies, conversations, games and the behavior of these people as friends and relatives, they live in the mind of the child. I once met a man who was a sex addict. He told me the story of how his neighbor, a young lady whom his own parents used to permit him to go and stay in her house. That lady was the one who, when he was very young, around, if I recall clearly, maybe around 10 years old, this lady introduced him to sex. And ever since then, he became an addict to it. Another lady I know who was committed to the hands of the certain man by parents. They, they, they say, oh, you can sleep over at this man's house. He's a church member, that kind of thing. She was a very young girl, maybe around 12 years old, if I'm, my memory serves me, right? The parents did not know that this man, a friend of the family, was sexually abusing their child daily. And they told this innocent girl to go there. And this man was telling the girl, oh, it's necessary. She didn't understand what was going on. Then there are those who smoke and all. I remember in my own primary school, the uncle of the owner of the school was always in the school there and will call us little children to go and buy cigarettes for him. I know one of my classmates, much later I would see him because we used to, he would give us the money and we'll go and buy it for him. We were ten years, nine years, and we'll go, we we're already knowing how to buy cigarettes. And I know I remember one of my classmates, innocent young boy at that time, later I would see him some perhaps maybe 10 years later after primary school or, or less. He was stoned. This is the same by I knew. He was gone. A lot of things happen in the life of the child that we need to take note of. I also remember working in school as a teacher and housemaster, also as a chaplain. Children were struggling, little children. Some have unruly thongs, which they got from listening to their parents and relatives. They speak anyhow. They are rude. They are impolite. And others have the struggle with pride and sexual things and you get. The dangers are lurking everywhere. We need to be vigilant as parents. Satan is coming after your children and you must be on the watch all the time. Right there in the home, children are being prepared to be active agents of Satan, all unknown to the parents. The example of those in the documentary, there's this documentary that's called, journey interrupted the example of those people in the documentary will make us understand what i am saying you can look for that documentary it is called journey interrupted one of the girls in the documentary was being trained to be a missionary she said that at age six at age six she already could recite many passages of the scripture and knew the books of the bible from genesis down to revelation and uh, after her mom introduced her to jesus she said in her own words after my mom introduced me to jesus i was totally stoked about it and she was excited about the prospect of being a missionary for jesus but her life would take a drastic turn what happened one relative a young boy who himself had been exposed to sexual things her own senior cousin came visiting and when they spent family time together unknown to the parents the boy had sex with her her own cousin Her journey to Jesus was interrupted from then. From age 7 to age 13, for the next 6 years years—six to 7 years, she would continue in this sexual relation with her older cousin. Another man, in the same documentary, when he was 4 years old, his parents took him out of the city and into the country. And they lived in a big farm in the hope that they would raise their child better in the countryside. Have they not done right? Of course. But right there in the pure moral atmosphere of the country, at the age of 4 years, one of the male farmers molested this boy and from then on, he was confused in his mind, started having wild imaginations of sexual things with the same sex. His journey was interrupted. Another lady, her own story was that at age 7, while spending time with a girl, a neighbor of the same age in the neighborhood. She got introduced to sexual relations. From then on, her journey was interrupted. And she would struggle for many years with lesbianism and by generally being bisexual. I remember like I said, I was a chaplain. A student met me once saying, Sir, help me. I said, What is the problem? He said I struggle with sex addiction. Every time I see a man pass the nearby I want to have sex. I'm telling you what the person told me directly. I'm not saying here, see, say here. This is what someone told me. And I'm like, what happened? You're only 14 years. And the answer was, when I was 8 years old, I saw a DVD in my parents' home. It was something I didn't know what it was. And I played it. It was pornography. I watched it. From then on, I continued to watch it. And I started experimenting with a boy across the street. And later, I got addicted to sex. Then, there were other girls too in the school. Who, I'll catch them. i see them watching porn and then I asked what's the question what's the problem the same story my parents I saw their pornographic video in the home and I watched it and then I got addicted to it and then I started to masturbate these are real stories that I have heard firsthand from people and it was in their childhood from a child that's what we're looking at from a child the devil had already gotten them as opposed to from a child we teaching them the ways of the Lord and there is another mammoth tool of satan in our presence you see this tool um, I, I just finished discussing out what we need to do then is to understand we must be careful who we place our children with the adults friends relatives that's one device another mammoth tool of satan in our presence used by him so effectively to sow on nurture seeds of evil in the mind of the child is the media and the schools both of them working together Both of these things are the most powerful, institutionalized and deceptive tools of Satan in ruining children. They merge together to achieve this purpose. Reading in Voice and Speech and Song, page 419, paragraph 1, it says, Satan knows what organs to excite, to animate, engross and charm the mind so that Christ is not desired. The spiritual longings of the soul for divine knowledge, for a growth in grace, are wanting. End of quote. Now, the cartoons that children watch are well calculated to make children to be like the devil himself and uh, let me just give you a list of some of them. Tom and Jerry makes violence and mischief to look like fun. All the superhero cartoons, Batman, Superman and the animes are all glorified violence and spiritualism merged together in these so called superhero cartoons. The fairy tale like cartoons like Cinderella, Snow White, Sleeping Beauty, Frozen are all a kind of porn for children to awaken them to this love sick sentimentalism. So, when the children go to school, these cartoon characters are glorified in their eyes, and even if they didn't know them, they will know them when they get to school. Take Barbie, for example. What is the purpose of this doll and cartoon called Barbie? I believe the song of the cartoon will tell us what it is about. Listen to the words and tell me what you think this is about. It says, the song, it says, here Barbie, the owner says, hi Ken, you want to go for a ride? And then Barbie responds, sure Ken. And then Ken says jump in. And then the song starts. And, and I remember listening to the song as a child. I'm a Barbie girl in a Barbie world. Life is plastic. It's fantastic. You can brush my hair. Undress me everywhere. Imagination. Life is your creation. Take note of that statement. Undress me everywhere. Okay? Let's go on. It says, continuing, I'm a Barbie girl. It still repeats the same thing. It says, I'm a bim- I'm a blonde bimbo girl in a fantasy world. Dress me up. Make it right. Make it tight. I'm your dolly, you're my doll, rock and roll, feel the glamour and pink, kiss me here, touch me there, hanky panky, you can touch, you can play, if you say, I'm always yours, oh, oh, I'm a Barbie girl, in the Barbie world, life is plastic, it's fantastic, and then it goes on, then it goes on, say, come on Barbie, let's go party, and then Barbie will respond, ah, ah, yeah, yeah, like that, and he says, make me walk, make me talk, do whatever you please, come jump in bimbo Bimbo friend let us do it again hit the town fool around let's go party you can touch you can play if you say i'm always yours you can touch you can play if you say i'm always yours and then the the same chorus comes come on barbie let's go barbie and then the response "Uh, ah yeah yeah Continues like that. Still keeps saying the same thing. You can brush my hair. Undress me everywhere. Imagination. Life is your creation. And then it goes on again. Come on, Barbie. Let's go, Barbie. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. All that. Now, what do you think this song is well calculated to do? You might argue that, oh, maybe you're just putting a twist to it. Oh, yes, that's what the devil wants. Because he knows that what may sound innocent can be twisted by himself in the minds of people. What I will read now will make you understand why... It is important to take note of these kind of things. Reading from manuscript releases, volume 20, page 52, paragraph 4, it says, Satan will lead them on from step to step, as it were, blindfolded. And with his what? Listen now. With his suggestions. It doesn't have to be blatant. With his suggestions will, as they advance, with his suggestions will stir up the human passions to depravity, which will prove their eternal ruin. There is already developing a strong inclination to that which is evil and destructive in its manifestation. Appetites and passions are clamouring for indulgence and gratification. Reason and conscience remonstrated at every step. From, for a time but the voice of satan the voice of satan is heard presenting worldly lusts in attractive garments and sin becomes attractive they depart farther from the counsel of god and the authoritative voice speaking from his word these youth need to pray lead us not into temptation but to devour us from all evil also again the signs of the times december 21 1891 paragraph 2 it says satan can so associate himself with a certain class who are weak in moral power that by leading them to make a careless remark about being so particular so over righteous so wonderfully conscientious or by a careless laugh he can create impulses for evil now this comment the next statement is key he says even the most secret whisper of an evil thought a suggestion that's the that's the key word there, a keyword there—a suggestion of wrong doing will be passed from mind to mind growing in force extending and widening and all the time exerting its deleterious influence to separate souls from god until the branches that bear no fruit are taken away end of quote now i have a question to ask for those who may think that this song is innocent do you think that the world has something to do to your child that is going to make them godly. Is that song calculated to make that child godly? That Barbie song? Or the cartoons, um, Superman, Spiderman, or the animes, Benten, Naruto, and all the other types. Uh, I don't know their names. Are they calculated to teach them of God from a child? Or are they teaching them other things? Certainly, Tom and Jerry is glorifying violence and making it fun. And all these superhero movies, they are doing the same thing. And then they put a lot of spiritualism into them. And when it comes to this one of Barbie, sexuality, that's what it is. And the other ones uh, that train the children to always go to school and be looking at a boy or a girl and thinking of having a girlfriend. I mean, that's all the Frozen, Cinderella, Snow White and the rest of them. Because that's what happens. And people are looking at, they go to school and they are all thinking of a relationship. I remember in my own days in primary school, I could remember children of my own age touching themselves sexually as at nursery school, five years old. Where did they learn it from? They didn't learn it from God, but they learned it from somewhere. Someone educated them to do it. So we must be careful what the children are learning in the media. And I know that when we go to school, then even if you don't watch these things at home, when you go to school, your your friend will tell you about it because they will discuss, did you watch that cartoon yesterday because when we were younger, we all have the same TV station and so everybody watches the same thing. So when you come to school, did you watch that yesterday and everybody starts to express it. Even if you didn't teach your child, as far as they're in that school, they will hear of it. So the school and the media work together. In the schools these days, there's always that so-called club activities. Hear the name, club activities you see satan knows how to do a play on words and sometimes he's not even playing with the words he used the exact same word that is negative but because we are bringing it to the school oh it looks like it's not negative but let us analyze barely what is what are these club activities at least the ones i know that happen around me here in the schools here in primary schools let's hear let's what they let's see what they are music club sounds very innocent right now i have children with me and I asked them, what goes on in the music club? What do you will do? And they say we play music and learn to sing songs. Okay, what kind of songs do you learn to sing? And then they list for me, worldly song after worldly song. And to th- it's so terrible that the teachers in the school are not even scrutinizing the kind of songs they're teaching the children. Some of them even have lots of maybe sexually um, suggestive things in them. Then you have drama club. I need not say much about that. That one is training them to be Bollywood, Hollywood, Nollywood. Then they have ballet a very big avenue to teach them to become homosexuals and lesbians because of the way it is done they of course they teach many men to go there and then make them feel like they are girls and girls too the, 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 a lot of things is, it gets confusing in that place is the mixture of the dress guys who wear skirt and trousers and the same thing girls who wear skirt and trousers then there's confusion the fact that if the teacher alone is almost like a drag queen it's just a you know the, the ballet is a step between just going towards drag queen when you see men who are teaching ballet and then you have dance club. Can you imagine that? <laughs> That's the name of a club in the in primary school, dance club. Now, because you are thinking primary school, your mind doesn't may not necessarily think about it. But when you hear dance club, what happens? What what, what do you think about it? On the streets all over what do we have we have dance club there but they are training the children already to go to those dance clubs in the primary schools what do they dance to and then i asked at least for now in this year 2022 i'm asking a child what do they play in the dance club what are you people dancing to and they told me there's a song called buga playboy that does, does at least among many other songs but they are learning to dance to those songs and many more that's in this day I remember in my own days, what were we dancing to in the schools? Brandy and Monica, the boy is mine. All those kind of songs. That's what we were dancing to in the schools. From a child is what we are learning. Can we take the children to these schools and then train them from a child to be children of God? I don't think so. Then there's the school curriculum itself. Yes, children learn to read and write. And they also learn many other important things in the schools. I'm not taking it away from them. But those things are just the bait. While learning these things, they are also taught other things that make them infidels and lovers of pleasure. Biology and geography teaches them that man evolved and even the so-called Christian education is so twisted and devoid of the Spirit of God that people begin to see the Bible as a boring book that they want nothing to do it or as a book like every other of their ac- academic books just read it and get the answers right to pass your exam but you are not required to practice the lessons in that bible because that's what you are reading for just to pass exam every single teaching of the bible is violated while they are learning christian religious knowledge in the in the, in the schools then in the same school just right there the same things that that bible is condemning they are practicing. So, what does it do to the mind of the child? It makes them see, think that the Bible is not a practical thing. It's better they were not even studying the Bible than for them to be studying it in a particular place and in that same place, they are teaching them to go against the things that are being taught in that Bible. And then there are the other events that take place in the schools. Cultural day, end of year parties, prom nights. They are all cooked up by Satan to destroy a love for God and to flame the fire of pleasure. Reading from Voice and Speech and Song, page 418, paragraph 4, to make us understand about these events, it says, There have been a class of social gatherings of an entirely different character. Parties of pleasure that have been a disgrace to our institutions and to the church. They encourage pride of dress, pride of appearance, self-gratification, hilarity and trifling. Satan is entertained as an honored guest, and takes possession of those who patronize these gatherings. End of quote. Even if we will take these things seriously, I think we will run away from these schools. That in these gatherings, that end of year party you are taking your child to, that Easter party, that cultural day, and all those other events where they are playing all those music because they are parties of pleasure and even all those club activities, hear this statements that I just concluded with voice and speech and song and that's four page four eighteen paragraph four it says in these gatherings Satan is entertained as an honored guest but he doesn't stop there it says he takes possession of those who patronize these gatherings oh my would you hear it and take it seriously It's just a terrible thing for us to think that Satan taking possession of a child is all about making people mad and jump up and down. No, that's not what possession is. Possession is more than that. In causing them to hear these things, we are opening them to be possessed by the devil. Reading again, Manuscript Releases, Volume 20, page 52, paragraph 3, we are told merriment and songs and hilarity and glee ascend to the god whom they serve and whom they worship to the forgetting and dishonoring of the god of heaven who so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life the spell of temptations is holding these souls with a fascinating bewitching power end of quote enough said on the schools and the media but suffice to say that these are the of Satan and you must be aware of them and do not allow them to influence your child. And then how about the foods that are given in the schools and in the home? Sold to the children, both by the parents and by the school. The system is so organized to create the atmosphere that prevailed in Sodom. What was the atmosphere in Sodom? Ezek- Ezekiel 16 verse 49 says, Behold, this was the iniquity of thy sister Sodom, pride, fullness of bread, An abundance of idleness was in her and in her daughters. Neither did she strengthen the hand of the poor and needy. So, one issue that Sodom had was fullness of bread. That means intemperance in eating. That is what happens in the schools. Intemperance in eating. The child wakes up in the morning. They take breakfast. They go to the school. Then there's snack time. After snack time, there's a short break where they eat food again. And then there's a long break where they eat food again. That's four times already. And they've not taken lunch. (laughs) then they go home and then they now have lunch that's number five and then late at night they have dinner that's number six on all the while it is not they are taking fruits and vegetables they are eating junk foods foods that are well calculated to stimulate and arouse the worst passions in them Satan has had his way in all of this and then in the schools again back to it there's the debating societies innocent right no far from it it's not innocent it takes one to reason from cause to effect to understand the deleterious effect of the debating societies the book of romans 1 verse 28 says and even as they did not like to retain god in their knowledge god gave them over to a reprobate mind to do those things which are not convenient being filled with all unrighteousness listen now what are the things that are not convenient? All unrighteousness, fornication, wickedness, covetousness, maliciousness, full of envy, murder. Then the next thing that follows is debate, deceit, malignity, whisperers. Debate. Why does the Bible list debate as something that is negative? What is the psychology of this debating societies? The psychology is this. It doesn't matter what the truth is. Defend your topic. Any position given to you, defend it. Blunt your mind to the truth. Every position can be defended, never concede defeat, listen to your opponents, not to find out what the truth is, but find out something in what they are saying that you can use against them and to further buttress your own point. The aim of debate is not to know what the truth is, but to win arguments, whether your position is right or wrong. This is a terrible spirit to instill upon any child, because when this has been done, the child grows up, not to be a learner, not to be a listener, but always wanting to win. They find it difficult to accept correction. Whenever they are saying something and they've made a mistake, if somebody else tells them the truth, they want to maintain their point because they've been trained to debate. So that anytime somebody is correcting them, they're not necessarily listening to hear the truth, but they are listening to find a way to justify their position because that's what debate is about. Once you are given a position, justify it till the end. That is what debate is about. I repeat again, debate is all about teaching someone to justify a position, not to justify the truth, but to justify a position to the end, regardless of whatever truth is. This is satanic. It is. Maybe my words are a bit too harsh, but I don't think so. If I were the devil, what else would I want to do to you or to anybody, adult or child? What would I want to do? I would want to teach you exactly that to debate a point to the last, regardless of whether it is true or not. I want to put in you that pride and that competitive spirit that will make you stand your ground and refuse to learn and to get corrected. That's what the debating societies do. And that's why we see it in the Bible as part of the things that are part of Satan's um, behavior because it says being filled with all unrighteousness. These are the things that come out then there is a competition that fosters selfishness in the child that's also done in the school you see i could go on and on parents take your children out of the schools of today they have become to a great degree they have always been the gates of hell to sow and nurture the seeds of infidelity and hatred of god they were not instituted for the purpose of training children to know god Within Our High Calling, page 88, paragraph 3, it says, Satan has his evil angels around us, and though they cannot read men's thoughts, they closely watch their words and actions. Satan takes advantage of the weakness and defects of character that our thoughts revealed and presses his temptations where there is the least power of resistance. He makes evil suggestions and inspires worldly thoughts, knowing that he can thus bring the soul into condemnation and bondage. To those who are selfish, worldly, avaricious, proud, fault-finding, or given to detraction, to all who are cherishing errors and defects of character, Satan presents the indulgence of self and leads the soul upon a track that the Bible condemns. And when we read great controversy page five nineteen paragraph two, we are told Satan well knows that all whom he can lead to neglect prayer and the searching of the scriptures will be overcome by his attacks, therefore he invents, he invents every possible device to engross the mind End of quote. and why am I reading this because all these things we have read uh, t- we have talked about, whether it's the media, the schools. These are Satan's inventions to engross the mind, to the neglect of God, so that he can possess the soul of that child and even the adult. All these things I have listed are the devices of Satan that he is using to bind the child to himself as cords as with cords of steel. And it is the role of parents to be awakened to these things, understand them, and don't be ignorant. Do you know that some children who are watching who are committing sin right in the presence of the parent but because the parent does not even know what is going on the child is comfortable to do it there are some programs that the children watch it in front of their parents the parents are ignorant they don't even know what's going on in the tv for example i know some children are watching big brother There are some so ignorant parents they don't even know what big brother is they don't know what kind of things go on there and they can sit right there while their children are watching big brother but they have no idea what's going on ignorance is not bliss it is a curse and we must expose these things that you may know the truth so that you are not ignorant of his devices like we have read he would take advantage of you if you are ignorant so what is the solution having known these things use the knowledge to help yourself and your child the schools of today were not built to train the child for God on the contrary, the devil uses it to instill his own principles and teachings on the child. It is the duty of every parent to train their children for themselves. And it is so difficult these days. I mean, remember the story I told of the man in that book, in that documentary, Johnny Interrupted? You can look for it. His name is Ron Woolsey. He is the one, 4 years old, taking country living, but a farmer, an ungodly person in that farm, ruined his life. Lord, praise God. That God still helped and found them. Reading from Prayer, page 120, paragraph 2, to help us to know what we need to do, it says There is nothing that Satan fears so much as that the people of God shall clear the way by removing every hindrance so that the Lord can pour out his Spirit upon a languishing church and an impenitent congregation. If Satan had his way, there would never be another awakening, great or small to the end of time. But we are not ignorant of his devices. It is possible to resist his power. When the way is prepared for the Spirit of God, the blessing will come satan can no more hinder a shower of blessing from descending upon god's people than he can close the windows of heaven that rain cannot come on day upon the earth wicked men and devils cannot hinder the work of god or shut out his presence from the assemblies of his people if they will with subdued contrite hearts confess and put away their sins and in faith claim his promises end of quote understand this in context of what we have studied today there is nothing that satan fears so much than that you and i will clear the way by removing barbie removing those cartoons removing those movies those games and taking the child away from the school satan is afraid there's nothing he fears so much that's what we read than that you will take that your child away from the worldly school and remove the hindrance so that the lord can pour his spirit upon your child and upon you to encourage you, our High Calling, page 8, paragraph 4 says, For every class of temptation, there is a remedy. We are not left to ourselves to fight the battle against self and our sinful natures in our own finite strength. Jesus is a mighty helper in never-failing support. None need fail or become discouraged when such ample provision has been made for us. I could say more, but I pray that the Spirit of the Lord will press these words upon your heart. Please, do not resist these words don't let your mind start to second guess and say are you sure is it really true that these musics and these songs and these cartoons have this particular influence yes they do don't second guess it it is true don't think that oh these things have been um, and turned away from their true meaning and their true context and purpose no 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 the devil did these things for a purpose understand the science of the mind While the things are being played and seen by the eyes, there are devils out there in the mind of the child working to make them do things that they would rather not do. Please, clear the way. Remove the hindrance that is stopping the Spirit of God from coming upon your child. Like we read prayer 120 paragraph 2, this is what Satan fears. There is nothing he fears so much than that you will remove every hindrance so that the Lord can pour out his Spirit upon your family remove those things from the home and receive the holy spirit in your life let us pray dear lord in heaven thank you for these words we have heard i pray lord that you consecrate it to the hearts of everyone who has heard is there a child who has had the wrong training or parents who are realizing what they have done to their children and exposing them to these things Lord, please show us the way and give us grace, Lord, to retrace our steps and to start to remedy the effects, to remedy the things that we have done in training our children or even for ourselves who have been trained wrongly. Teach us, Lord, to remedy these things. We know that it is possible to overcome and we pray, Lord, that you give us grace to overcome and train our children in the way of the Lord. Thank you, Lord, for hearing and answering our prayers. In Jesus' name, I've prayed. Amen.